Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 Bo Bingen, Bonana, Bana, Bo Bingen, Fifamo, Lincoln, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to twelve thirty WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Monday, and the Bengals are Monday Night Football. And it's an away game. And let me remind you, the Bengals haven't, haven't won a Monday Night game away in like 33 years. Yes. So, <laughs> at some point, that streak has to end. And let's hope it ends tonight. I didn't know it had been that many years since we had won an away Monday night football game. Since the Reds won the World Series in 90. That was the last year we won an away Monday night football game in Cleveland. That's a long drought for away games on Monday night football. Not that we've had that many of them with our record (laughs) back in the day over those 30 years. Not that we've had a a, a whole lot of games because we've had some bad records during that time. But it's a new day. It's a who day. And things will turn around. Let's hope so. It's time we win an away Monday night game. And I think Jacksonville will be a great place to do it. I was listening to the uh, Russ Parr morning show, and they cracked me up most of the time. And they were talking about if a woman wants to get a guy to marry her, all she has to do is cook him some lemon chicken. You hear that, Raven? Lemon chicken. They've got recipes online. Good for them women who want to cook it. <laughs> for lemon chicken. And maybe Roscoe will be kneeling at your feet with that ring. I have no intention of cooking him any lemon chicken. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And what about Dion and Tracy Edmonds? Man. But, you know, I, I was just wondering, how is how, that relationship going He's in Colorado. She's back where in Atlanta somewhere. I don't know where she works out of, but she's got her own company. She's dealing and he's, you know, football traveling. 
how does that relationship even work? Well, finally, I guess they both figured it's not working. But they're still friends. And I'm sure if Dion ever ends up in a town that she's in and she's not dating someone, I'm sure he's got receipts and they can hook up. He's got receipts. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Babyface, she's got a couple of kids with Babyface. And I just found this out on Russ. I, I didn't know that she was going to marry uh, the comedian there. And, and he, they, they, boy, I don't know. Eddie Murphy she was supposed to marry. And something happened there. So I don't know. Is it Tracy or what? She's been engaged to Dion for like, what, four years or more? And they've been together since 2012. She's a beautiful woman. Very beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. But like they say, yeah, Dion. Yeah, they coming at Dion out there in Colorado. Oh, man. They coming at him. You know it. Uh, 44 years ago. Remember the Who concert? Man, 11 people were killed trying to go into what was in Riverfront Coliseum. Riverfront Coliseum. And they heard the band warming up and they thought the concert was starting. And everybody rushed for the doors. And man, you know the rest. I was working up in Middletown when that happened. Back in 1979, I was no longer at WCIN. I was up in Middletown. They had a bluegrass station and a disco station. And those DJs on the bluegrass side, if they didn't look like Klansmen, I don't know what. We, I spoke to one of them one time, and we never spoke again because the guy looked at me like, what are you doing here? You know, I'm like, okay, fella. Name was Moon Mullins. I don't know if anybody remember Moon Mullins, but he played bluegrass music. Just, I mean, it was horrible music to listen to. Jeez. But anyway, that was my... Uh, time up in Middletown. And by the uh, strange thing, that station was on Central Avenue. And here, here I am 40 plus years later at another station on Central Avenue. Can you believe that? Yeah. Nick Cannon says, um, he probably spends $200,000 a year when he takes his 12 kids to Disneyland. I'm surprised it's not more than that. It's almost like that with one kid. <laughs> Jeez. Those prices at Disney are very high, and he gets out of there with 200000 a year. He probably gets some perks along the way, I'm sure. 
but $200,000 every year on trips to Disneyland with his 12 children. Jeez. How do you keep them all together? How does that work? I don't even know how that works. Man. I'd have each woman have to, has to be there to take care of their own kids. Each baby mama. I'm going to take you along for the ride so you can keep up with your own kids. I can't keep up with 12 by myself. So all you baby mamas, here's your plane tickets. Let's go. Jeez. The Florida GOP chairman. This is the Republican Party chairman from Florida. He heads the Republican Party in Florida. And you know they're all against the LGBTQ. They're all against the, you know, they they were pushing the don't say gay bill and all this. Well, now this guy is... um, have been charged with sexual assault, an allegation of sexual assault against him. And his name is uh, Christian Ziegler, Florida GOP chairman. And his wife, she's with all these conservative school groups that want to take all these books out of the classroom and everything. She's for parental rights, uh, the Moms for Liberty, And all this stuff. Well, apparently, this guy Ziegler, who's the head of the Republican Party in Florida, and his wife, they were having a threesome with this other woman. And they had done it before. So they both were supposed to meet her at her apartment. But somehow the wife couldn't make it. And Ziegler shows up without his wife. And she's like, "Now I was really only doing this for, you know, because I like your wife, not you. And he was upset. And I guess he forced himself on her. And he, she's charged him with sexual assault. But it's the hypocrisy of these people that gets me. And she's all out against the LGBTQ and talking about the don't say gay bill, pushing that. And look what she's doing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Those, those Republicans, they do it all the time. They're the biggest hypocrites ever. Republicans. Well, the Teamsters Union, Local 100, they're at it again. They're going to vote to authorize a strike due to employee treatment ahead of the holidays. Now, DHL, this is the DHL Express, uh, one of the largest hubs in the whole world, right here at CVG. And uh, they voted to authorize a strike, which 98% of the voters agreed to. And DHL says, well, if they strike, we'll have to move some stuff around to some of the other hubs to try to get through this. But this is the worst time of the year that they could be talking about a strike. They picked a great time to do it. But they says that they, they're not being treated right and all kind of stuff. So they're ready to walk out. Uh, Say they're denying working people good wages and safe conditions on the job, among other things. So DHL making plenty bucks, but they need to share it with the people. Yeah. 
Did you see uh, the, the game between uh, the Lions and the Saints yesterday? One of the guys is holding up the uh, sideline downs, you know, you know, first, second, third. Now, anyway, the play came over to his side, and he didn't get out of the way. One of the players hit him and dislocated his knee. Can you imagine how painful that was? You could hear him screaming. You could hear him yelling. Dislocated knee. Oh, that hurts to even say it. <laughs> you know, when I say that, I can feel a, a little twinge in my knee. A dislocated knee. Oh, the pain. The pain. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, yeah, it looks like the magic of Taylor Swift did not work last night. Kansas City lost to Green Bay. Taylor Swift was in Green Bay. But her luck, I think she had showed up at four games so far, and they won all four. But uh, this one, not so much. So the magic, the Swift magic is over. Yeah. I went to the FC Cincinnati match on Saturday. That was good, man. That place is wild down there. That was really good. Really good. But they lost. I don't know how you have a 2 nothing lead going into the second half, and then they, they lose it 3-2. to two. And people already on Facebook Live are saying it's karma. They moved the people out of the West End, and this is karma. <laughs> I'm not buying that. It's just that, you know, they didn't play like they wanted it. Yeah. So, there you have it. And just Friday, remember I was talking about PG uh, will probably be able to stay out of jail until his appeal goes through? Well, guess what? The judge said, nah, baby, nah. Maybe that judge was listening to me Friday. He said, I'm going to show him. Because I said, yeah, they, they'll leave him out of jail until the appeal uh, goes through. And lo and behold, he's got to serve time uh, starting the first of the year. He's got to go to jail. Yep. He wanted to remain out of jail while the uh, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, considered his appeal. But the judge says, nope, you got to go. January 2nd. So at least he'll be home for Christmas and for New Year's. And um, there you go. There you go. But I thought he, they were going to let him stay out. Uh, of course, Friday, while I was on the air, George Santos got kicked out. And they did. A, I haven't watched it yet, but I hear they did a great thing on Saturday Night Live on Santos. <laughs> they said that was really funny. I got to go back and check it out. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Some of the Ohio cities want to ban recreational marijuana dispensaries. And see, uh, this, these folks in Ohio, just not right. If the people voted for it, let it be. Let it be. I don't even know if they can do that. 
uh, on Friday afternoon. Shots rang out at North College Hill High School at the football field. Apparently a group of guys were walking down the street and all of a sudden they get into an argument and people start shooting. And they ran through the uh, football field and um, one person was shot. And I don't know if they were able to catch any of the others. But, jeez, uh, parents didn't know what was going on. Cops were everywhere. And there you have it. <laughs> All right. Let's see, where else am I here? Oh, boy, I tell you. Oh, let's take a break first, and then we'll come back. We got a lot more for you. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230. The buzz. Twelve thirty WDBZ. Never give up on a good thing. Lincoln, where with you till one o'clock this afternoon? And let's see. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend Lisa Baker. How are you this morning? Good morning, Lincoln. Where you know? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. You know, some days you be so unrealistic. You like, I'm gonna bring all my 19 baby mamas and the kids, <laughs> and it's gonna be one big well, happy day. Well, hey, well, you know, uh, uh, what's Isaac Hayes used to do that? Isaac Hayes used to bring the uh, his, all his baby mamas on Thanksgiving. They would come to his house for Thanksgiving dinner. All the kids and all the babies' mamas. He said everybody got along great. Old school cats could get <laughs> away with just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, New age folks, they not that smooth, Lincoln. But I can't see him taking his twelve kids to Disney. How you keep up with all that stuff going? They one run to ride this, the other one to ride that. He, I, I don't know how that happens. Yeah, you gotta get him on your show, Lincoln. That would be great. I think you should get him on your show so he could talk about it. Well, it would be great to do that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Lincoln, good Nick morning. Nick Cannon. Yes, go ahead. They can. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. We're looking for two people. The first one, Markeem Whitson. Markeem Whitson, he's, he's been indicted for carrying concealed weapons, theft, failure to comply with an officer, receiving stolen property, and tampering with evidence. Markeem Whitson is a black male. He is 19 years old, 5'11", 130 pounds. He has a history of grand theft, auto, and gun charges. Last known to live on Fairmont Avenue in Fairmount. That's Markeen Whitson. We're also looking for Brandy Crank. She's wanted on two counts of felony probation violation where her original charge was possession of fentanyl-related drugs. Uh, Brandy Crank is a white female. She's 40 years old, 5'4", 140 pounds, has a history of breaking and entering and drug-related charges. Last known to live on Considine. And Price Hill. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Markeem Whitson or Brandy Crank, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Lincoln.
weekend. All right. That's uh, Lisa Baker, Crime Stoppers. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, let's see, a couple other things here. Um, the Greyhound bus station and the city of Cincinnati facing off over this property at the Greyhound bus station. Uh, Mark Jeffrey says, we have enough parking. Owners of the bus station uh, say they have the legal right to make money off the land. And they can do whatever they want to do with it. So, and I say the easy answer to all this is for Hard Rock to buy that, which is what I thought was going to happen anyway, but maybe Hard Rock don't have the money to build a hotel right about now. I don't know. But we'll see. City says no more parking. Got enough. Uh, A woman... In Clifton, says she was robbed by a black woman. <laughs> Jeez. And she got out of, she, her friend dropped her off at her apartment. She went up to the door to go in. She had a bag of snacks, she says, in her, uh, in her hand. And a black woman comes up to her with a gun, puts the gun to her head and says, drop it, drop it. Drop your bags. And says so she dropped the bags and then the woman got the bags and took off and got into a car and they pulled off. She says, uh, to anybody out there, it's not worth getting shot over stuff like snacks. She said she just gave it to her and she left. Yeah. An ex-employee is suing the Los Angeles Taco Bell after an alcohol-fueled sex party. Yeah, she said she thought it was going to be just your ordinary Christmas party at the Taco Bell, you know, after hours, after the store closed. And uh, she said she pulled up and she saw the supervisor putting paper over the windows. Yeah. She said staffers were told to bring food for potluck-style buffet. And she uh, brought some uh, guacamole for for the uh, occasion. But um, like I said, when she arrived, the windows were covered with the wrapping paper. And she also covered the cameras in the lobby. She says um, that the supervisor was providing employees with alcohol, several um, of whom were observed receiving the alcohol. Then she says it wasn't until around midnight that the party took a turn. Took a little bit for that alcohol to take effect. And uh, she says she went outside socializing. When she came back in the restaurant, she witnessed a co-worker having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. And she says she was disgusted and outraged by what she saw. And she says while the co-worker was having sex with his wife, one of the other workers was kissing the guy's wife, <laughs> and she said that was enough. She went to Human Resources the next day, reported it. They investigated the complaint, and other co-workers were involved in the sex party were fired, the supervisor and the, and the other people who participated. And 
One of the co-workers who were fired broke out her back window, she says, and she's been getting threatening notes. And uh, one of the former co-workers who was fired said, baby girl, I'm not going to break your window. I'm going to break your face. <laughs> yeah, so those employees were kind of upset that they got fired from having fun at the Christmas party. Oh, boy. Uh, what do you think about the final four on the football playoffs? What the hell happened to those Georgia Bulldogs? Man, that Alabama team, they got the right stuff, don't they? That Alabama team, oh, man. And I, guess what? They're probably going to go on to win the whole thing. Yeah. They are going to win the entire thing, I believe. They did find a rare Milky Way on which six planets are perfectly in sync, just like here in our solar system. And they've got those six planets. See, we we had nine, I guess, uh, Pluto is still a planet. It was, and then it wasn't, and then it was again. But anyway, the, we had nine. They've got six. And I looked at that third planet from the sun, which is Earth, third planet from the sun. And I'm saying that's probably the one planet that's got life on it, and it's probably life just like here on Earth. But it's so far away. It's uh, 100 light years away. You say, oh, just 100 light years away? That's not far. <laughs> One light year is 5.8 trillion miles away. One light year is 5.8 trillion miles away. So that would take an awfully long time to get there. It would take years to travel that far with the speed as we know it today. Yes. So unless they come to us, we'll probably never know what's going on there. The port has bought another building. This one's in Camp Washington. The um, Crosley Manufacturing Building, which I think it's abandoned. It's been abandoned for I don't know how long, but... Um, who knows what they're going to do with it? Maybe they should make some kind of housing out of it. Or maybe they're going to fix it up for a manufacturing plant or something. I'm not sure. But the port bought it. The county and the city made the funds available to the port for them to buy it. And um, we'll see. We will see. The city gave $1.6 million and the county put in $1 million And uh, there you have it. So we'll follow that to see what the port plans to do with the old Crosley Manufacturing Building in Camp Washington. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Roger, Twin, Rick, all holding on. Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. So I like 
1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station is Lincoln Ware on a Monday, Monday night football tonight, Cincinnati Bengals and Jacksonville go at it tonight. I don't like the quarterback. I don't like, he just looks like, you know, like a, a Confederate general with that long hair. I just don't like him. I don't like that quarterback. I don't like his look. With that long hair coming out, he looks like a Confederate general. Think about it when you watch him tonight. You say, he does look like a Confederate general. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's uh, move along. Let's go to Roger. Roger? Hey, Lincoln. Uh, they're finally going to send your buddy up to the jail, huh? Okay, Roger, you, you got a fake voice, but what now? You, Why don't you use yeah. your regular voice, Roger? Uh, well, well, the only thing bad about that is they you should be handcuffed to him when he okay. goes up there. Thanks for your call. You know, if you got to disguise your voice, is it even worth it? Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Twin. Twin, how are you today? I'm glad I'm on, man. He's sorry. Glad <laughs> 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 he tried his best, man. I don't know what to tell him, man. <laughs> Hey, Lee. Yes. Man, if they won't, man, it kills me. Is that Amtrak still running down at a Union Terminal? You know, I don't know where the Amtrak stops at now. I'm a, I would be willing to say probably yes, you can still oh, get yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, I don't is. know I for sure. My son up. Oh, you're okay. okay. I forget. Uh, yeah, I forget. It it's is been so long since I've been on an Amtrak down there at Union Terminal. I, I have no idea. It's been over 15 years since I've been on a train down yeah, the, down at Union Terminal. Yeah, I picked my son up. I forget his year. He, he was uh, on. But they could have moved it there instead of down, I mean, to uh, off of Galbraith. Or they could have uh-huh. kept it at, uh, kept it at what you call it, downtown. So when people get off, they can just go straight to the casino, you know, instead of them long layovers they be having. Yeah. That was crazy, man. I would have just kept it there. Because the only thing you got downtown is parking lots and bars and everything, man. Well, That's the only I mean, thing but, you see downtown. But there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing around that Greyhound bus station that would warrant a, a parking lot, an on-street parking lot. What's around there? We got 50,000 parking lots downtown already. Well, that's what they what, need some more parking lots. That's for. what the city is saying. That's exactly what the city and is put saying. put some clothing stores down near here. People want to have a house of albums come back or something <laughs> like that, man. Yes. When they go to the jazz fest, man, yeah. people want to go out there pimping and playing, man. Yes. But you can't. You got to go get you a fifth or something. Welcome to our restaurant type. That's stupid, man. Well, the councilman and everything, yeah, they need to focus on that when they release that one point billion, whatever they got going on. Lincoln, yes. it's bad luck, man. It's karma, I believe in. FC, this is what they get. They try to control everything and move the black folks out and everything. That's what you get when things happen like that. They should have just built something for the community and everything else. Like they said, they probably was going to do it and didn't do it and everything. With their game, Lincoln. They bogus, man. The SEC committee, NCAA, all of them both. I think Florida State should have been there, and uh, I would have knocked okay. Alabama out. Hold on. Okay. So Florida State, their quarterback was the team. It's sort of like the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Without the quarterback, they're not going anywhere, except I think maybe the Bengals might. But Florida was dead in the water. So I don't know why you throw them in there to the Wolves with a backup quarterback to get slaughtered, so I, I don't. I, I'm not mad at them for keeping Florida out. 
No, quit blocking. Lane I'm not blocking. They ain't been there in a minute, man. They ain't been there in a minute. I know Look, it, and Lane. they would have been there if they quarterback had not gone down. They had to put Alabama in there because they missed a few times and everything. So here, here's your appreciation. Here's our appreciation to you, Nick Saban. Hey, we got you up in there. If Michigan lose that game, he coming to Chicago. I bet, I guarantee you, if he lose that game with Alabama, he coming to Chicago. I just don't like that committee, man. Even a lot of uh, analysis and uh, commentary, they upset with the uh, stats of it, yeah. man. They well, should have just left Florida State up in there. They was doing their thing. Well, it's crazy. I don't even think they'll win their bowl game. Man, they go win. They might, might own, though. Hey, that quarterback for tonight. He got to yeah. do something, man. That brownie. I would have yeah. I was a forget the NFL. I would have went to go get Kaepernick, man. Hell, if he ain't played, he can't do no better than the well, other ones. That's true. That's true. I would have. I would have went to go get him, man. I would at least give him a, a tryout. At least give him a tryout. Yeah, because that dude tonight. I want to bet against him because uh, make this streak break this streak to lose the streak for Mondays. They ain't won in a long time. I want to bet on the Bengals real bad. Because if they got dude back there, man, he's he soft, man. When yeah. them, he had them footstumps coming, he, he, you know, start fumbling everything like you and everything, you know. <laughs> start blocking. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you and PG, man? That's your boy, ain't hey. Well, I just didn't think. He can't think, do no wrong. I just huh? don't think he committed the crime to go to jail. I, what, about some, what about Tamaria denying all them? They ain't committed no crime either, did Well. It's different. What PG did is a lot different. different, It's it's different. You break the law. law. It's different. It's just different. I'm going to tell that judge who sentenced me years ago, hey, I ain't doing nothing wrong. I wasn't selling dope. See what she say. Well, if you were selling it, you were selling it. You know? Okay, he did the crime. He do the time. Somebody trying to delay. No, you ain't no delay, man. Get up out of here. Now we gonna let you spend time New Year's and Christmas with your family, but hey, you gotta go rock the cradle, man. <laughs> That's what it is. All right, All right. be safe. Hey, before yes. you leave, yeah. I'm about the liquor store get you a little shorty. Go pour it down there for good luck, man. For the Bengals, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe man, I should have done that. Bet on it worked oh. because when uh, FC Cincinnati couldn't win, they lost like five or seven straight home games. They couldn't win in their new stadium. I went down there, poured some Crown Royal down, lit it on fire, and did a dance. And guess what? They won. The uh, next game. I don't know about lighting it on fire. You know, I you got did. cameras down there. I did they- light oh. it on fire, but I was gone before. I guess I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call. All right. All right. All right. I probably did violate some kind of city ordinance. I'm sorry. It's better to ask for forgiveness. If I had to ask for permission, they would have said no. So I'm asking you to forgive me for lighting the Crown Royal on fire in front of FC Stadium a couple of years ago when they couldn't win a game at home. I had to get the voodoo off of them. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Here we go. 1230. WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Want to tell you a little bit about dedicated senior medical center right there on Coleraine Avenue, right there on Reading Road and over at Glenway Crossing. Three locations in Cincinnati, Uh, extra activities. You can enjoy yoga, aerobics, Bible study, line dancing, among other things. That's right. And 
The doctors will take care of you. They'll spend extra time with you to find out what's going on with you. They give you know give you the blood tests and all kind of tests to make sure they get to the problem. They do all this and more at Dedicated Senior Medical Center. 513-572-5757. The phone number, 513-572-5757. Appointments are available right now. Give them a call. 513-572-5757. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Want to get your comments on the Final Four football? Uh, man, I think uh, I don't think Michigan will stand a chance against Alabama. I can tell you that right now. Washington and Texas, I'm not so sure on that one. But I can almost tell you for sure that Alabama will beat that team up north. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Those are my words, and I'm sticking to them. All right. Let's uh, move along. Let's go to Marshall, then Rick Jr. Marshall, how are you? Good morning, Mr. Ware. How are you? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? Well, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's go with your guy that you don't uh, like, the quarterback down there. Oh, yes. That looks like a Fabio. And, uh, <laughs> he looks no like man, a Confederate no general. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. But, uh, you know, people love him. And at that height and that weight, you know, he's going to get a lot of attention. But we want the Bengals to go down there and whip up on him a little bit. You know what I mean? Make him uncomfortable. Yes, yes, yes. Get after him. Okay, then moving on. The committee got it wrong for the football. I think that, uh, you know, let's go back a, a week when – Alabama played uh, Auburn. Yeah. Auburn should have won that game. Yeah, you're right. No excuse. They, they just let down at the last minute, yep. two minutes and something to go, and they just let them off the hook. Yep. You can't do that. But as bad as I hate to say this, I don't think they're going to make it into the uh, last round in the playoff scheme. And it's wrong that Florida State didn't get in there. They have a unblemished record in the uh, – you know, it's just sad that they did that, even though you don't think that they can do any good. And well, I mean, now nah, that quarterback was the left. team. You know, he was the man on that team. And without him, they're just a shell of a team pretty much. I know. But you know what? That's when your people step up. I mean, you got 85 guys on scholarship, 20 walk-ons. That's a lot of folks that can uh, step it up and get it done. Saban, I've never liked the guy. I didn't like him when he was, you know, college coach then. Went to the pros and then came back. He's never proven himself to me. I never did care for the guy. Never cared for him. Nick never. Saban sounds a little bit like Rick Jr. when you hear him talk. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Chamber, you can say that. <laughs> he sounds like Rick Jr. every time I hear him. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. But I'd like to see Bama get knocked out. They don't deserve it. But that game that you should really watch is the one between Texas and Washington, that's yeah. going to be a good one. Now, Washington, they look pretty good on Friday oh, night. I watched great. them, you know. They look great. Mr. Pennix, the left-handed quarterback for Washington, he is something else, man. He'll be fun to watch on Sunday at the next level. All right. He'll well. be fun to watch. He'll be like Michael Vick, only without the speed. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. We'll hey, see. How about that? We will see. <laughs> for, All right. Thanks for taking my call. Marshall, thanks for your call. All right. 
I, I just did it like two two minutes ago. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. And yeah, uh Connie Pillage will be in Wednesday. We'll find out if she has the right stuff to beat the Republican candidate for Hamilton County prosecutor. Hamilton County prosecutor. A job that the Republicans have had forever. I don't even know if there's ever been a a Democrat that's been a prosecutor. I'll have to go back and check. If so, it hasn't been any more than one, if ever. But I don't believe there's ever been a Republican prosecutor. At least not in my lifetime. But who knows? Who knows? All right, uh, let's go to Troy. No, let's go to Rick Jr. Rick Jr., how you doing? Well, you know, that was a good game, uh, Philly and uh, 49. They, they whipped up on Philly, didn't they? Uh, yes, they did. They did. They, yeah. I mean, they 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 did. They beat them. They didn't whoop up, but they beat them. <laughs> that was a beating. Yeah. It, it was a beat down. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, and you talk. I talk about uh, you know the uh, college football. You know, and uh, I still I, I, I was I'm still upset about. I, I know that happened three or four years ago. You know when when uh, UC got in the Big Twelve and they and it looked like and, and they had a good coach there. I yeah. mean, uh, was it Luke Fickle? Fickle at you know, the time. They, you know, I mean, you yeah. know, what, what is wrong with this thing? I mean, I, they could have formed, I don't know. I know, I know this is like, you know, wishing three bear or Cinderella stuff. But uh, all they had to do was form uh, some kind of financial uh, syndicate and pay the man. No. I mean, he went to Wisconsin and he's, he's, he's just making five or six mil, right? I, mean, uh, I think he's making a lot. He's making there. a lot more than that. Uh, I do believe he's making a lot more than that. This is the Big Ten we're talking about, and with the radio and TV shows that he's doing up there, he's making and all the endorsements. He's making a lot more than that. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna switch off to politics because this is we you know back you know November '63 you know Kennedy got assassinated and everything. You know what started that? What, what, what year? Oh, you Kennedy was assassinated 60, in '63. His yeah, brother '68. Yeah, and, and I, I, I said, you know what? When the United States started on it, we got pushed over the edge. It's two events. Uh, number one, it was that Kennedy assassination. And number two was that Vietnam War. Those were the two events that sort of pushed this over the edge. You know, I mean, and, and then, but see, when Johnson, he, when he, he knew that the military, when he finally woke up and figured out the military was running a Murphy on him, and, and he had 500,000 troops over there. He knew there's no way in the world he was going to come out of that war right. So he just said, oh, hell no, I'm out of here. Okay? Now, now the question I have to you, now, and, we, and we got this, this Trump character to deal with. Who do you think is crazier, uh, Donnie Trump or Tricky Dicky? Which one is crazier? Donald you Trump. Trump Donald is crazier Trump. than Tricky Dicky? I, I just I said Donald Trump. Yes. You think Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't know. They, do, do y'all have a channel up there? It's called. Uh, uh, it, it replaced the history channel. Cause this damn thing. Oh, it's called the. Uh, hey, what is this damn? 
Uh, I have no idea, Rick. Well, anyway, uh, I don't think anything. But history it's Channel. Called story, it's, it's called Story Television. Okay, now, they did a hell of a good story talking about Nixon. They went back to the fifties and they talked about Nixon. They brought it all the way up to Watergate and some of the craziness that he did. I say, I thought that that I agree with you. I thought Trump had Nixon beat, but then I saw some of the weirdness that was going on in that White House. You know, like at 68, 69, 71, 70, you know, right before Watergate. Yeah, I mean, it was I, some... I think Tricky Dick might have had him beat, It you was know? some stuff. It wasn't as bad as what Trump... It might Back in that day, you might have thought it was bad, but nowadays, stuff like that is, you know, ordinary. I got to go, Rick Jr. Thanks for your call. And you didn't even mention Texas, your team in the Final Four college, uh, so I guess uh, you don't have a whole they, lot... They, they, they uh, uh, Texas, they, they left that... Uh, uh, I mean, university. I, I don't pay attention to University of Texas. Okay. They they are left the Big Twelve, and they they went to the SEC or something like that. All I right. never pay attention to University of Texas anyway. So. All right, Rick Junior. Thanks for your call. News coming up twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you, and uh, let's see, we've got uh, Troy, and then Tom, and others. Uh, Seven four nine twelve thirty five one three is the area code. Let's go to Troy. Troy, what's on your mind today? Uh, good morning. Uh, Carl from Pensacola, and let me talk about my Seminoles. Because the criminal slander has got to stop right now. Uh, ESPN just laughing and, you know, all giggly and all this. Look here. In the whole history of this whole CFP, no Power 5 conference has been left out when they went undefeated. Yeah. Well, uh, you might now, be you right. Talk about, go ahead. But, but the, you will admit that they're in a strange situation. Do you admit that? No, because they did this for Ohio State. They had their backup quarterback, and they put them in, and guess who they played? Alabama. And guess what they did after that? They won the national championship. Yeah. Well, you they know, had their starter quarterback in. A backup quarterback at Ohio State can start probably anywhere in the country, pretty much, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a drop-off like it is down there in Florida. It's not a drop-off. Well, and J.T., so he should just get the Heisman because apparently he's the most important person <laughs> on the team. Yeah. But they forgot about our yeah. defense. Yeah. Jared Murray. Yeah. Got about our running back. Well, got about our wide receiver. Hey, it's more than just one person. Put it this way. I, I, Florida definitely deserved to get in there, but I just think they took in – they wanted a, uh, they <laughs> wanted some real competition, and they figure – Florida couldn't muster up with the competition without their quarterback, and that's how they came to that decision. They, they should have been at six. Uh, what are they going to, eight games next year? What are they going to? Twelve. Twelve-team playoffs. Well, see, they should have been there long before now, don't you think? Oh, they should have been there. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Now, yeah. And they wouldn't be going now, through we'll this su- stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't be going through this. Now, I will say this about Alabama. You know, they didn't want the wrath of Nick Saban. Because 
if they didn't make yeah. it, yeah. he was going to be crying and squealing. Well, after like they beat Georgia, after they beat they Georgia, they belong in there. After they beat Georgia like that, they probably did belong in there. I, I would say so, even though I don't like Alabama. But uh, beating Georgia, the number one team, they deserve to be in there. And then they jump from eight to four. I know. Well, see, yeah, that, that, I, I do have problems with the them jump. I do Come have problems with them jumping <laughs> over a lot of people. Yeah, they did jump over a lot of people. Yes, they jumped over a lot of people. It's the SEC five. <laughs> they they prefer money over conference championships. Yes, and the games don't matter. Yeah. So hey, that's all right. We'll go into our Orange Bowl. And then we'll blow the doors off Georgia, and then they'll shut up. Oh boy! So where are you? Uh, where are you from, uh, Troy? Pensacola. Pensacola. Florida. Okay. Okay. They they still have that air base down there. Don't yeah, they, have they a, got NAS, a naval and Eglin, air station, air force yeah. base over there, and uh, yeah. Navarre. Yeah, they we got that. Yeah, I stopped Blue in Angel. Pensacola. I've been there one time, and never didn't get off the plane, but I was there one time in Pensacola. Okay. All well, right. Come on down and visit. You got a friend down here? We'll get you. Some- Get you together all country cooking down this week. All right, Troy. Thanks for your call. All right. All right. That's Troy from Pensacola, Florida. And, um, of course, those people in Florida are going to be upset for a while. That's for sure. You can't blame them, though. If it were Ohio State, eh, we would be upset also. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed today, Lincoln. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. What's up? Okay, I'd just like to make a couple of comments. First of all, I think Nick Saban is the best college coach out there. And I think he proved it this year because what the draft had did to Alabama last year, Alabama was expected to go maybe a 9-3 and three at their best this year. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they were fumbling for a quarterback. And he took a team and took it all the way and beat the number one team in the nation, Georgia. And I'm not an Alabama fan, but I like Nick Saban. Yeah. <laughs> and Saban, second of all, yeah. Florida State should not be in there because once they lost a quarterback, who can they be? I know. They that's can't see, be nobody in the top But 10. you can't tell them that, though. You can't tell them that. You know, they think their team is bigger than the quarterback and they can move on and keep winning without him. I just don't see them being able to compete at that level they without trouble. him. They had trouble with a, what, with a Louisville team that didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. They can put Louisville away. <laughs> I hear you. But anyway, I, I, and where I'm are you from, you go, John? Uh, Lincoln, but I just wanted to clarify that. I mean, I mean Alabama. I think it's going to be between Alabama and Washington. Look oh, for those two man. teams. I don't think Washington going to uh, stand a chance. I don't think Washington uh, <laughs> will. I think they'll lose to Texas. They they play Texas, right? Don't they play Texas? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Texas is just overrated. I mean, because yeah. look at our. Uh, Oklahoma State. Who was Oklahoma State? That was nobody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Al, they beat Alabama the first part of the season, and that was it. All right. Hey, Tom, where, right, you, where are you from? Tom, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Alabama. Alabama. Okay, I figured that. All right. But uh, hey, I hate Alabama. I love Auburn. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for your call. He, he loves Auburn, uh, the home of James Brooks. One of the best running backs that Cincinnati Bengals have ever had, James Brooks. He could catch. He could run. He could do it all. He was an all-purpose back. All-purpose. James Brooks. All right, 749-1230. 
513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, they're talking about Donald Trump, Cheney. Remember Cheney? She uh, <laughs> says that Trump would try to stay in power forever if he's elected president. She came down hard on the Republicans. She said if the Republicans uh, would have the majority of Congress, uh, of the House, said it's just going to be trouble if Trump is in office. Said we can forget it as a country. She went in hard on them this weekend. Went in hard. Ramaswamy. They're coming down hard on him. Somebody had an article in the uh, USA Today about him warning us to take uh, young folks 18 to 24 to take a civics test before they're able to vote. They had to pass a civics test. And some black folks are saying this is going back to counting beans in the jar to vote. And what it is, they're seeing a lot of these young folks who are potential votes and the younger folks are more progressive than these right-wing Republicans. So Ramaswamy is saying, hey, the best way to slow them down is, is to make them take a civics test. Make them pass a civics test in order to vote. And some civil rights people are very upset. This one lady who's 81 years old said she attempted to register to vote in 1964. She said she had to take, um, she had questions such as, how many feathers are in a chicken? They actually asked people those questions, black folks, before they were able to vote. This is no lie, folks. This is true. I know you younger folks will probably think that's hard to believe. How many feathers are in a chicken? And then one lady said she had to interpret a section of the Mississippi Constitution that she had never even seen before. Probably the person asking her that probably didn't know it either. Yeah. Unbelievable. And so they're saying with Ramaswamy trying to get this civics test out there before you're able to vote, it's sort of like the same thing. It sounds reasonable on its surface, but it's really discriminatory. Yeah. That's what it is. So we'll see. But, I mean, they should teach civics in high school anyway. It should be one of the uh, mandatory courses in high school. It should be. Every senior should be required 
to take civics either uh, before they graduate in their senior year or even 10th, 11th grade. They should be required to take one year of civics. I don't think it's a requirement anymore, but it used to be. I do believe. But uh, certain schools still teach it. A lot of schools will have it as a, you know, of course you can choose to take if you want to, but you don't have to take it. It's not a requirement. So, Ramaswamy, I hear what he's saying. Why don't he just, instead of making it a requirement between 18 and 24 before you vote, and then, okay, if you don't take the civic, then when you turn 25, you can just vote without it. So come, give me a break. What's the difference? What's the difference? So, yeah, I think schools should concentrate more on civics. And Ramas, uh, Ramaswamy, you leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. All right, let's go to Bill. Bill, how are you? Yes, this is the real steel bill. Yes. Alabama grown, Alabama <laughs> raised. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I hear you. I also uh, uh, am an Auburn fan, uh, Dan what? Fluka fan. Oh, okay. And I, I just had to call Mr. Lincoln Ware and tell him that that was a real steel bill and then there's a steel bill. Yeah, right. You're the real steel bill. I'm the real steel bill. But you can't be an Alabama fan and an Auburn fan. You can't be both. Well, let me say this. Most blacks, most blacks are Auburn fans because for years you could not play quarterback if you were uh-huh. yeah. black. And I My think it's that way in the, at South Carolina. They do have a biracial quarterback there, but they never had a true black quarterback, I don't think, at the uh, University of South Carolina. And they always be a mediocre team until they get a true, legit throwing, running quarterback at South Carolina. Well, we do know that Alabama lost that game because they pulled that black quarterback out of there, right? Uh, I didn't see the game, but if you say so, I was at the uh, at the soccer game when they were playing. But, I, okay, they pulled – who was the black quarterback they pulled out of there? Who are you talking about? They want, the one they have now. They pulled them out. They didn't want to start a black quarterback this year for Alabama. And they so, pulled him out, and they lost the game. But he never did come back in, did he? He's in now. Okay. Okay. I, I See, I don't know who quarterback. Uh, I thought it, What's the guy's name? Uh, I thought he was a white quarterback. He was a white okay. quarterback. They pulled a black guy out and put a white quarterback okay. in. Okay. They, could then, not decide, they could not decide that they wanted another uh, Jalen Hurst yeah. or the guy that plays for Houston. Okay. We – we going back white. They pulled them out, lost the game, and haven't lost one since. So Alabama should be in the playoff. 
because they got the real deal now. Okay. Okay. I, I, that's the word. That's the words of, of the real steel bill. The real steel bill. All right. Thanks for your call. So most of the blacks in Alabama like Auburn. I never heard that before. I didn't know that. I have to ask Cecil Thomas. Maybe he can tell us. There's a lot of Alabama folks who listen to the Lincoln Ware Show. That's for sure. I think more Alabama folks than Georgia folks. I'm not that sure, but I, I believe so. I hear from more Alabama folks than Georgia folks. Ozzy, how you doing? Oh, hold on, Ozzy. Let me take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230 WDBZ. Is that, uh, uh, wait, don't tell me. Alexander O'Neill? Yeah, okay. 1230, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at 1, Reverend Al Shopton. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Yes. And the United States keeps preaching to Israel about the protection of civilians. Don't just start bombing stuff and you know civilians are there and they'll be killed and injured. Stop just recklessly bombing Gaza. And I don't know if Israel's listening to them or not. Yeah. I don't know if they're listening. They were supposed to have a protest in front of City Hall at 1030 this morning. It was Cincinnati Public. Wait, there was supposed to be a walkout. At Cincinnati Public Schools. In support. Of the Palestinians, let me find it here. Where is that? OK, hold on. Yeah. Calling CPS students. It says student walkout. A group of CPS students are planning a walkout in support of Palestine. We want to show the media and politicians that the student body supports Palestine and joins the chorus of demanding an independent ceasefire. And it's today at 1030 City Hall, 801 Plum Street. And I don't know if anybody showed up or not. Was anybody there? I just can't believe there were going to be hundreds of students leaving school to go down the city hall to protest. I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. But I'm sure they have a lot of outsiders there and a few Cincinnati Public Schools just sprinkled around in there. Mainly, I, I would probably say 
from, I don't know, school, creative and performing arts, maybe some from there, maybe some from Walnut Hills. I'm not sure of the Palestinian population at Cincinnati Public Schools. I can probably say there's more uh, people of the Jewish faith than Palestinians who attend Cincinnati Public Schools. I would say that. So I don't know. All right, let's go to Ozzy. Ozzy, how are you? Hey, Link, I'm doing good, bro. I hope you and the listening audience is doing well today. Doing great. Hey, Lincoln, you know, I know uh, sports is big news right now. Israel Hamas is big news right now. But there's another issue that I heard about that we've been hearing about since Stacey Abrams came close to being governor of Georgia. And what was and that? The purge of almost, I, I, am I looking into it, between 87 and 107 thousand people and most of those people had voted hmm. now what is happening is and that they is this they in ohio vote. or georgia this is georgia okay we know it's happening here too and but in georgia um a voter just a normal citizen can go to this court to have another citizen purged it's not done by the district attorney. It's not done by any agency within the Georgia Bureau of whatever. Just a citizen can go through the registrar and find something that they don't like about another person. Wow. See, I, I, I just find that. Where did you hear this? I just find that hard to believe. They interviewed a black veteran who served over in uh, the Persia Gulf who was purged because he, not because he didn't vote, but because he listed as his residence a business where he was staying because he was homeless. But he was living there. And now, because he now has a place to live, he has to go through all the um, paperwork in order to try to get back on the voters' hmm. list. I just find it, it hard was, to believe. I mean, I that would be something that, would come through the board of elections itself. You can't go by hearsay with somebody. That that just doesn't sound realistic. Lincoln, the lady that they interviewed this morning said that she is a okay. she voted for Trump. What news that you was it on? Maybe I can go back and find it. What news station was it on? Do you remember? Uh, more than likely, it was the one that. Uh, Oprah's friend was on because she CBS. wasn't there this morning. CBS, okay. Yeah. And, right. uh, or I'll, Spectrum News. I'll go but back. Lincoln, we have to I understand how important it is for football and I understand Israel. But our students, if you want to protest something, protest for our rights so that you don't give up your yeah. rights. This is the time to fight here by fighting for our right to be recognized one man, one vote without a district attorney or attorney general or another citizen being mm -hmm. able to take a, diminish 
any of our human rights well, because we have fought too hard for it. Everybody's backing you up, Ozzy. So they saw it this morning. So uh, um, I'll have to check that out. It seems like somebody, I mean, not the governor. I'm sure he's about probably behind the, the governor. But maybe um, the the, the uh, Warnock or somebody should look into that because that sounds totally ridiculous. I, I, I bet you uh, Abrams. Uh, I believe that's her name. Yeah, I guarantee you, she's in looking into this. Yeah. But it's because she came so close yes. to becoming governor that they're attacking us. But if black people would have came out and voted, she would be governor, and she could veto any of these laws. That's why it's important for us black people to get out and vote. And almost, and the only thing that's as close to being that important is that we make our children so that they're college educated by or ready for college when they get out graduate from high school all right we got a lot of work to do bro but we can get it done all right ozzy thanks for your call uh let's take a break and then we'll come back 513-749-1230 ozzy's line is available you want to jump on that the lincoln Ware show 1230 the buzz Aries, and my name is Lincoln. Now I like a woman who loves her freedom. And I like a woman who can hold her own. And if you fit that description, baby, you can float on. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, let's move along. Let's go to Beth. Beth, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Lincoln. How are you? Pretty good, Beth. What's up? You know, uh, I was listening to Ozzy, and um, I was watching that interview about uh, the uh, the white woman in Georgia that was going through the, the, the voter uh, registration and all mm-hmm. of that. Uh-huh. And I was, I was surprised, but not really, because she is a Trump supporter, and they will do anything to, you know, people will leave what they want to, whether it is logical but what you know, one thing I know that people do, they rationalize wrong behavior. And yeah. so in their mind they feel like they were cheated because they're not getting their best interest in that. But I was just really surprised that that is allowed. It is some type of law there where you can do that. You can uh give like so many uh and this like I want to say 5,000, but you can put these things out there and these names and, and, you know, pretty much put them out there where they are, you know, up for scrutiny. Like, is this an actual, and they show where she went to his business, this black barber's business, and took a picture of it. That is absolutely insane. But but he wasn't making that up. That is because I was just like, you know what, when people want to do something, there's absolutely nothing that they will not do to try to get their point across. And she said that he um, he should be pretty much thankful to her for, you know, helping him, you know, get his uh, correct address and all that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, well, I mean, I'm serious about that. Jeez. It's like, you know, like she, oh, it's almost like God. she was his savior. Right, right, right. You, you know, but, but that is true. So you need to, uh, if you get a chance, because it, it, it was pretty astounding to me, but and it really caught my attention. Like, man, and she was, she's truly dedicated 
and as many like her to going through the voter. Uh, I don't know how they would even have that type of access, but I guess you can uh, to go through the uh, the voter registrations and you know things like that and see your personal information. I don't know how much she's. No, she can see. Well, I mean, you but, can go down there and find out if somebody voted Democrat or Republican. I think you can do that here. Uh, uh, you can do that, and but I don't know how deep you can get into it. I don't know how many times they vote voted over yeah. the years and stuff like that. So I don't know. But it, it, it's but you know what, Lincoln, you really don't have any type of privacy in you know pretty much anything because you know whatever par- party I'm I'm with, that really should not be anybody's business. Even that. But I guess you can do that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. But then again, you have people who work for uh, the system yeah. like that, those, that mother and daughter in Georgia who are threatened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you know, it's just it's a lot. Well, it's you lot. can challenge their registration uh, 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 status to make sure they're registered yes, uh, or make sure that. they're, you know, uh, voting in the right community and stuff like that. I'm sure that can be challenged. You know, if you know somebody lives in in uh, say live in uh, another county, and they vote in this county, you could say, "Hey, I know this person shouldn't be voting here because they don't even live in the county." You could do I that. I get that, Lincoln. You know, you you know, you live two towns over. I get that, but some of that is just it's like um, they feel slighted. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you really care. You just want to make sure that that because your man didn't get in then you, you're yeah. challenging everything else. And, and and I said before, this is why, um, and I thoroughly believe in voting, but the way things are, I can understand why a lot of people don't like what you alluded to uh, earlier. Well, you didn't allude to, you said it, about uh, the weed. Now, you we voted for it to be yeah. in, and people mm-hmm. are still trying to, you know, get that out. Yeah. Or they have issues with it. Mm-hmm. And it was voted for. It was unanimous. And But I'll tell you one thing. Try taking uh, these liquor licenses and all that. Now, we're going to see who the hypocrites are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but oh, but yeah. anyway, Lincoln, uh, oh, one thing before I disconnect, are you, I haven't heard you say anything about the holiday extravaganza. Is there going to be one this year? Uh, not really. No, no, there won't okay. be one. The dates just didn't work out okay. for us to do one this year. But, okay. uh, I mean, I'm sure there'll be something that people can show up and uh, meet and greet the people they hear and talk to every day. Uh, We'll we'll work on something like that. Okay. Well, thank you, Lincoln. You enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, Beth, thanks for your call. That's uh, Beth, and um, she was, where was she? I saw her at Black Coffee, I think. She was at Black Coffee. I did the live broadcast from down there. All right, uh, let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Let's go to the Pharaoh. Pharaoh, what's going on? Oh, everything's all right, Lincoln. How was that the uh, soccer match on Saturday? And guess who was singing the national anthem? A black lady. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, Lincoln, Every time I see that, huh? I think about you, Pharaoh. Yeah, Every you time. Know, you should, Lincoln. <laughs> They go to show, but it, <laughs> it falls right in line with what I'm getting ready to say. Oh, Lord. But you're speaking in terms of these children. They didn't come to this protest about the Hamas. Well, see, I don't uh, know if anybody showed up or know, not. Or if it was, it may have been only a few. But see, the city's not worried about it. Neither are the people uh, who run the Board of Education. 
because they feel like this. We are miseducating you anyway. We're not making you conscious to be aware of things like that. So we don't figure if there is any type of turnout, it would be small. Uh, you know, because we're not educating you that way yeah. to be conscious of anything. See? Well, that's the, whole, that's the bottom line right there. But if we were educating you proper, see, then you would be aware and every African person in the public schools would be at the meeting, be down at City Hall, in front there. Oh, uh, Because they would be conscious. In favor of the Palestinians. Right. They mm-hmm. would be conscious of what they are learning, understanding the society they're in. Like, for example, like racism. You think it would be a course taught on racism. So these kids who are coming out of high school, 12th grade, when you go and apply for these jobs, you know, you would understand what racism is and how to detect it when it's being practiced against you. Like, I remember, remember uh, the milk company, French Bauer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to be down there on, uh, I think, in back of City Hall, down there on Plum Street. I remember French I Bauer. I remember yes. being down there, going down there applying for a job. You know what they told me down there? What? We don't hire your kind. Huh. They told me that. I went back and told my mother. My mother was seeing about an attorney and suing them. But at the time, they went out of business. Yep. They went out of business. But I was conscious. This man told me down there, we don't hire your kind. And I asked him, what do you mean, my kind? We don't hire you colored people. That's what he told me. But I was conscious. See, these kids are not, they don't read, and they're not conscious of what well, first of all, I mean, they're asking kids to skip school to come down to City Hall. There, there may be a few, Lincoln. <laughs> I'm speaking in general. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. I mean, there's always a few. But it falls in line with what I'm saying, Lincoln. It's something else. I want to talk about myself for a minute. Lincoln, I knew back in the ninth grade that I was always going to be the type of person who thought outside the box. You know why? why? I knew that in the ninth grade. In the ninth grade, you knew right. that. Going to Samuel Lock Junior High School. How I knew that was Lincoln because of this. My teacher, I remember in the ninth grade, his name was Mr. Didley. Mr. Didley. He mm-hmm. brought a big box of of a uh, uh, rabbit's feet to class. You know, good luck. You know, yeah. rabbit's feet on a chain. Good luck, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah good luck, Charles. Yeah. You know, on a chain. He was giving them out. He, he taught like six classes. And he was giving out, you know, everybody in the class, you know, mm-hmm. he bought a big box of them, mm-hmm. grabbing his feet on a chain, good luck, you know, giving out to every student, everybody, come up to the desk and, you know, pick one out, you know, what color you wanted, red, one, green, one, you know, how they had the, you know, the fur dyed, you know, that type of thing, you know, red, green, and yellow, orange, blue. And everybody went up there and picked out a good luck rabbit's foot charm. You know, I didn't go up there. Then why not? And Mr. Dillick asked me why. Didn't I go up there and get a good luck rabbit? I would have asked the same question. And you know what I told him? What? I said, Mr. Dimnick, I said, if it's a good luck charm, I said, a rabbit had four of them. <laughs> what good did it do him? <laughs> Everybody in the class stopped for a second and paused. <laughs> and at that time, class was dismissed. We were going yeah. to the next bell. Uh-huh. When I came back to this class the next day, he told me, I thought about what you said. He said, and it made a whole lot of sense. 
He said, but don't you tell nobody. <laughs> don't tell nobody that. He told me that. <laughs> now, think of that now, Lincoln. Everybody grabbing a good luck charm. Yeah. And I'm saying, the rabbit had four of them. And it wasn't enough so, luck. Or what did right. it do him? <laughs> None at all. That's what I'm saying, okay. Lincoln. That's right. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I knew then that I was always going to be, as other people might call me, the oddball. Well, I could see something in you in the fifth and sixth grade. Pharaoh, you just you were just different from the other students. You know they what I mean? I always said I was the oddball, you know, because otherwise <laughs> what I was doing, I always thought outside the box. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't think like other people. Yeah. I see, like, looking at the news, I don't think about what they're saying. I think about what they're not saying Yeah. that's connected to a particular, you know, thing they're talking about. What are they not saying? That's what I concentrate on. Something that is obvious, but you're not saying it. Like I told you about them talking to the Israelis yeah. when they were released about first thing he asked them, how were you treated? Mm-hmm. How were you treated by Hamas? You know, but yet when the Israelis were releasing the Palestinians from prison, they didn't ask not one of them, how did the Israelis treat yeah. you? Yeah. See, they asked them about what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, they asked stuff like that. They didn't ask, how were you treated? These people were spit on. They were called names. They were, held without not giving them food and water and stuff like that. You see, they didn't ask them how were you treated because they want to paint the picture that these Oscarism Khazars who call themselves Johnny-come-lately Jews, that they are victims of what Hamas is doing. They're not victims. They ride along with their everyday partner, your European Anglo-Saxon, oppressing people around the world. All right, Pharaoh. All I right. hear you. Thanks for your call. All right. Yeah, I, I, he was always different in elementary school. I knew it was something different about the Pharaoh then. I knew it then. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty. WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati. Your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock. The city of Cincinnati has taken steps to reclaim some of the tax breaks that GE received for uh, building but never filling that 12-story office tower at the banks. In fact, uh, our great city manager, Cheryl Long, took the first steps in June, months before they announced they were leaving. Long sent a notice of default to Matthew Griggs, global facilities leader for GE Aviation, saying that the company violated uh, two tax incentive agreements by failing to maintain 1,800 jobs and $140 million in annual payroll um, on Rosa Park Street right there at the location. And that's good. I'm glad somebody's holding these people accountable. These companies, they come in here and they promise us the world and they don't deliver and then they think they can get out of it. Yeah. These failures are of significant concern to the city. If GE fails to respond timely and accordingly, the city may exercise its rights under the agreements, including but not limited to termination of the agreements and requiring repayment of foregone taxes. How about that? 
And that could be to the tune of uh, like $15 million. Yes. I'm thinking it's around. I saw that number somewhere. But uh, I'm glad to see that uh, somebody is going after these folks that come in and we give them all these tax breaks. What was it, uh, Chiquita? Was it Chiquita? Or who was that that came in and promised the world and didn't deliver? I don't think we ever got that money. I don't think we ever got the money from Chiquita. Yeah. So hats off to Cheryl Long. We're looking out for the city. Uh, do you got my uh, on the job check in music? All right. It's about time for us to do the on the job check. We haven't had it in quite a while. We normally do it. So let's do it now. My number is 513-749-1230. And we want to hear from all the people who are out there working hard. But while you're working, you're listening to the Lincoln Ware Show. Turn the music down just a little. Yeah. All right. 749-1230. On the job check-in is underway right now. And we want to hear who you're working for. Maybe you're working for yourself. Maybe you're working for a big company. We want to know. All right. 749-1230. Go ahead. You're on the job check-in. What's your name? This is Cam Hardy checking in from Sorter Metro, Lincoln. Cam Hardy checking in from Sorter Metro. All right, Cam. Thanks for checking in. All right. Go ahead. You're on the air. So you're changing it to Mondays? Yeah, because I'm at home. I'm uh, checking yeah. in from uh, partially retired and then the third church rec center, East Westwood, Rodney Christian and Tierra Powell. All right. Well, thanks for checking in, GC. And she said, you change it. The well, reason why I'm doing it today is because it's kind of hard for Raven to do when I'm at home. And it's so much easier for me to do it right here. Go ahead. On the job check in. This is Kelly Houston down at the Soup Kitchen, St. Francis Air Ministries, down here and over the Rhine. Checking right. in. All right. Thanks for checking in. Go ahead. You're on the air. Lincoln Heights, Peak, Korea. 513-4076-076. Out here in beautiful Lincoln Heights. The Lincoln Heights Pizzeria. All right. Thanks for checking in. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Yes. yes. You're on. Go ahead. Talk. Oh, Talk to me. How you doing? Uh, yes, this is Martin Cole from the Forest Lumber Company down to Al. The what lumber company? The Forest Lumber Company. Okay. F-O-R-G-E. Okay. All right. Thanks for checking in. Hey, you have a good one. All right. The Ford Lund- uh, Lumber Company. How about that? Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Hey, Lincoln. This is Michelle calling from the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, but I'm working from home today. All right. Well, thanks for checking in. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, On-the-job check-in. Go ahead. 
All right, how you doing? Thanks for checking in. 749-1230. That's my number, 513-749-1230. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? Hello, this is Kim, stuck in Cincy, calling for Stucky TV Network in North College Hill. All right. Thanks for checking in. Go ahead, caller. Yes. This is Tanya uh, from Ride Right. Ride Right. All right. What do you do? Transport people around? Transport children. children. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for checking in. Mm-hmm. From right, right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air with Lincoln Ware. Hey, this is Gene checking in from DoorDash and Lyft. DoorDash. Uh, go Ravens. All right. Ravens? Are you kidding me? Thanks for your call. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? I'm doing great. I hope you're doing the same. This is Carolyn checking in from the OTR Working From Home. All right, Carolyn from OTR Working From Home. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? Hi, this is Cindy calling in from Over the Rhine Community Housing. Oh, Over the Rhine Community Housing. All right, Cindy. Yes. Thanks Thanks for checking in. All right. Okay. Bye. All right. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? This is Ray at FedEx. Hey, I got one um, question for the callers. What's the difference between a smart man and a wise man? Okay, tell us. A, wise, a smart man, he's going to try to outthink something. A wise man won't put himself in that position. All right. Well, thanks for checking in from FedEx. Okay. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Link? It's Brother Kush. Kush. Checking in at Rocky's Roofing for a hole in the roof or a whole new roof. All right. Thanks for checking in. A couple of more calls. Go ahead, caller. Hello. Hello. This is Clive from Florence IRS. Florence IRS. All right. Thanks for checking in. Caller, go ahead. Uh, it is me, my twin, checking in with the milk crates from Kroger. All right. <laughs> w- with the milk crates from Kroger. Get out of that owl. You're blocking the owl. I can't get through. Go ahead, caller. How you doing? Hey, this is Clifford. I'm checking in from, uh, I'm going to go and teach people to play bed with. That's what old retired people do oh, nowadays. Boy. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> we got to brush my game up a little bit. Thanks for calling. Well, I could teach. I could teach you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for checking in, Clifford. That's going to wrap it up for the on-the-job check-in, where we check in with the hundreds of thousands of people around the tri-state, the nation, and the world who listen to the Lincoln Ware Show. Let's break for news. We'll come back on the other side. Twelve thirty. The buzz.